0: That I fucking have. Cause I'm literally sitting like of all people, I have Ghostbusters. I have like of three different copies of fucking Ghostbusters. And I'm yeah. literally sitting there like, damn, they took Ghostbusters off of fucking Prime. I was like, wait a minute, hold on, stop. I that's, looked, I was like, God damn it, does I slept myself. I was like, I have it on fucking the first copy, the collector's edition copy, now the Blu-ray copy. What the fuck? That's literally how I feel about that's literally how I feel about
1: Tremors and about um, Robotech. Because every time Robotech moves, I'm like, fuck, I can't watch Robotech. And I'm like, but I have literally the entire box set and the extras that don't exist on digital. Like
0: <laughs> <Man, man.
1: laughs>
2: Tremors, man. <laughs> huh? Goddamn classic.
0: Right? Okay. Yo. I'm still hating on that sci-fi passed on that uh, Kevin Bacon led Tremors TV series. Like, Yo, me too. Like, live sci-fi? You want to know
1: something? I funny?
2: mean, I don't think sci-fi is making that much money. No. In the age of streaming?
1: I feel like ever since they changed it to where it, like, the name was grammatically incorrect, that's when mm. it went I remember markedly being like, this is the death of the channel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We gotta be cool <laughs> and hip. No, you're not.
1: It's like, we're gonna be cool and hip and call it sci-fi with Ys. It's like...
2: It's... It's like, one of those it's it's one of those things where you can absolutely tell that a boomer came up with that idea.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like and you're just like mm hmm. I was
1: like, what is this? This used to be the home of Battlestar Galactica now and Eureka <laughs> Right? Yo, okay. I I grew up watching Battlestar Galactica over my dad's shoulder. Wow.
2: Such a good show.
1: Like I'm... I remember watching that with him and even though I didn't remember like I couldn't understand like a good chunk of like the nuance into it it's like one of the first things I remember like watching that was like a dramatic sci-fi
0: So you were old enough to see Home Dude who was that doctor who had Trisha Helfer with him transition over to join Eureka as yep. uh, uh <laughs> okay you your own Yeah I remember that
1: I absolutely my, I absolutely remember that.
0: Cause I was like, why? I was like, I give this a no. side, but I was oh like, why? God. There's a lot of Battlestar Galactica actors on fucking Eureka. I was like, oh wait, Eureka you.
1: This links. I swear to God, this links, and it's not that bad. But you want to know about the last ass whooping I ever received over TV? <laughs> I'm
0: going, I We now are recording. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that's fine. The last whooping i ever got over over
1: like a tv thing was literally i remember at one point like i i had been watching Battlestar Galactic with my dad too but the thing is i also didn't care about like the the like the teaser for the next episode at the end and you know back then no tivo no nothing like that right so it's like you watch that teaser and then you wait for a week and then you wonder yeah and and i remember very specifically once like i was i was i was like asking my dad i was like because i had just gotten an n64 and i and i had legend of zelda ocarina time and i was like i really want to play it and i was like dad can i play the can i play the game he's like yeah as soon as the show's over and i'm like okay and then i'm like and he's like as soon as the show's over i'm like okay cool and i was waiting and then literally the second the show ended i fucking changed it
0: <laughs> i can imagine what happened right that. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> And then yeah, and then you can imagine what happened after that, but at the same time it was
1: like, that is the last time I ever got a fucking ass-whooping over like, TV, and then I never let it happen again. (laughs) (laughs) And it was specifically a Battlestar Galactica episode.
0: Wow. (laughs) Oh man. I uh, holy shit i don't remember, i never got a weapon for this i just got kicked out the house until it was over um i don't remember the <laughs> That's la- do. i don't remember the last time the cowboys was in the super bowl and this is not this is not to make fun of you cowboy fans i literally don't fuck remember but i do remember this the trick of you taking the universal remote you you tune it to the tv where you want to go at mm-hmm. Just remember what my pops watching the cowboys game and they getting yep. smoked as always And changed in the channel as soon as they went. (laughs) And the only reason I got caught because I started laughing because he was freaking the fuck out. Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: You would have had... Why didn't you go into another room?
0: I still would have been laughing. So... No,
1: I meant just laughing in another room.
0: He threw all my uh, pipe cleaner action figures in my bag. He was like, "Go outside! Don't come back in the house until the fucking game is over."
1: Yeah, yeah, it's fair. I mean, well, not fair, but I get what you mean. <laughs> I was like, "All right." <laughs> oh man, fucking- it's it's funny because the thing is, it's like the culture of TV was completely different back then, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the same as it was as it is now. Just straight up, like. That was pre-TIVO, that was pre-streaming, that was pre-any ability to pause, rewind any kind of media that you really wanted because at the time, that was, like, pre-YouTube still. That was pre-2005, I'm pretty sure. And it's, like, there wasn't even video-sharing sites that were major at the time. So anything that you had digitally, it's not like there was any entertainment other than, like, the specific websites that you might be able to go to that had Flash animations or, like, you know, Flash video that were, like, within 30 seconds long and 144p, maybe.
0: Yeah, I remember when DirecTV had that, um, that record, that box, I remember I could be able to record a show on one channel while watching another channel, and I was like, I'm in the fucking future right now.
1: Yep, yep. I remember remember the ability of being able to do the picture-in-picture with Cox Cable. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah,
0: a, I, I, I saw people with that. I was like, I wish I had
1: that. The only reason we had it was because my uncles would steal the boxes and they knew how to break them.
0: Uh...
1: <laughs> so my uncle would do that, like, in the garage and sell those to the neighbors and shit. <laughs> no. Because the thing is, too, you remember how they used to work with cards for the different, like, packages of, like, yeah. of, of like what you would get? And they would have it printed on the card. Oh, yeah, my out how to fake that stuff and be able to put like the full channels with those cards.
0: Damn. <laughs> what was your own cloud when I went to fucking cable? Because that's when I finally got rid of a satellite and went Netflix. It was, I think, Netflix and what other stri- Hulu. Netflix, Hulu, and Sling TV at the time was the reason. I was like, all right, fuck you, DirecTV. I'm out
1: when I started using Hulu Digital exclusively and the internet, like when we got rid of our cable was before Hulu existed. It was literally just Netflix and YouTube. And we were like, this is fine.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was... Still, when Netflix had the physical DVD stuff, which Netflix—if you're ever listening for whatever reason—I still have that physical copy of *Princess Mononoke* that you sent me. I never turned it returned it, and then I canceled your physical service and then signed up for another thing. But oh, you have, you don't have my fucking email right now. Ha <laughs> ha! You don't know which one's my account.
0: <laughs> well, fucking gonna trace us.
1: <laughs> Skynet, motherfucker, Skynet. It's a different account. <laughs> It's not the same account it used to be. Mwa-ha-ha.
0: And yes, you can still run DVDs on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, but who does that? I'm seriously considering. Technically, technically, you can still get money orders at grocery stores. Yeah, but who does it? Have you Have you been in the hood long enough?
1: Okay, that's fair enough. Actually, that's fair enough. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure we used the money order like two months ago. What the fuck, I'm talking about? See. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Let me let me get an outdated reference here. Let me let me ruminate a minute.
0: Okay. And with, while he's ruminating that, welcome <laughs> back to the Space High Collective podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Desmond dead Robinson. That is the ruminating out of really out of date, and he's only 25, the Dame malama writer Christopher. <laughs> yep. Welcome. <laughs> to old age. And last but not least, the effervescent fountain of youth. Youth. God, I say youth. God damn it, I'm old. Yeah, you're,
1: no, you're just in My Cousin Vinny. Youths. <laughs> Vinny Lamar. To youths. The... <laughs> to youths. You're telling you. me two youths walk into the sack of suds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need to watch My Cousin Vinny again, god damn it. What is youth? <laughs> Um, My favorite scene of all time of that movie is when the hours... (laughs) Yo, you know, I just found out
1: that that he filmed like, Joe Pesci filmed My Cousin Vinny, Home Alone, and Goodfellas, all within 18 months. Damn. He filmed his parts in all three of those movies in the same 18 month span.
0: He was, he was working it, I mean, right? And then, like he, yo, and then he disappeared for a couple of decades.
2: I was just about to be like, that was when he peaked. He was like, I can't get any better than this. Okay, goodbye.
0: Yeah, he's like, I'm not so youthful anymore. Now, now I can say Just bye. kidding.
2: Then he released a rap album. Then he's like, okay, never mind. I suck. Goodbye.
0: Yeah, like D.D. We- Ramon. Ramone. Why what were they thinking? Why make a rap album? Anywho, um Not good. Yeah, not very we good. Um now I can say without trying to laugh. The scene in my cousin Vinny where him and um Mercer are trying to sleep and that owl is screeching and he wakes up like what the fuck is that? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> he takes the shotgun and just shoots it like why pushing we... yeah. <laughs> like you're not even in where you came for Oh man. It's a good thing they're in the in the sticks, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Uh, and then Ralph Macchio I did not know how um, going back watching the Karate Kid movies I was like oh you was you was definitely in your fucking 20s in these movies
1: yeah like he was he was still in his 20s or something yeah he was not that old
0: <laughs> I was like you you got a 20 year old as a teenager you older than William Zafka what in the fuck yo have you seen Cobra Kai I, I People have been telling me, as someone who likes the Karate Kid movies, I should be watching Cobra Kai.
1: I honestly have not seen a lot of it. Because I normally, when I've seen Cobra Kai, I see it at my dad's house because he's watching it. And it's not like it's a bad show or anything. I think it's pretty good. It's just I've never paid any specific attention to it. But the episodes I've seen,
0: they're genuinely pretty good. Well, uh, my favorite um, Karate Kid movie is Karate Kid 2, When He Goes to Japan.
1: Yeah, that one's pretty good. Apparently, Personally, I the first one, just because I grew up close to uh, uh, um, golf and stuff, but that's that's I think the only reason I like attached to the first one.
0: <laughs> um, I heard the actress who played Kimiko in the mm-hmm. in the second movie came came back, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that might. It was like I know that's seasons up, like way yeah. ahead, and I was like. Like, but that might be worth it. Like, okay, Uh what' because she was also that actress is also in a callback to what we talked about earlier. She's in Eureka as well. Oh my god, Henry's girlfriend. Oh yo, huh? Yep. Cool. <laughs> ah, great TVs. Well, TV is good, but not that good.
1: It depends on the TV you're watching.
0: <laughs> like I can't go back and watch Boy Meets World. I just. I tried Girl Meets World, and I was
1: like, you know, I'm not nostalgic enough for this.
0: Why do they make Wilfred all stupid?
1: It 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 made me feel the same way as when I tried Fuller House. I was like, I get it. I understand why people like it, but like, I personally, I'm like, I feel like, I don't feel like it's it's bad. I just feel like. I've outgrown the content personally, if that makes sense. Like, I don't find the same attachment to it with the new stuff.
0: I think they go for the audience that are around their age. By the way, I need
1: to check your audio because I can see your green going off, but I don't think we can hear
2: you. Nope. I haven't been saying anything, so that's weird.
0: Oh, never mind. Sorry, my bad. Now Now this tank is right there.
2: No, but I wonder if it's just like... It's catching up, like my breaths, but not like coming through.
1: Got you. Like, that let's know.
2: see. <sighs> Can you hear that? No, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That Okay. So it might just be like my the I'm mic sure picking up I'm... my slow, my small
1: breaths. Quick, Desi, label this episode ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
0: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm not a fan of ASMR videos. Oh no
1: you don't like the asmr videos i don't like asmr so that's understandable because i know plenty of people it's like it's one of those things where it's like either you like it and it's soothing or it's absolutely unsettling and uncomfortable
0: it's uncomfortable yeah i can't see how anyone will either watch a video or just hear someone just
1: i i don't like i don't like the asmr videos of people like on screen doing anything Because personally, the ASMR videos I like are normally, like, nature and things like that. Mm -hmm. I like being able to hear the ambient noise. And, like, if it's ASMR where it's going binaural in between the ears and it's, like, doing something. I like that stuff because I can close my eyes. I'm specifically not watching the screen. But, like, watching the screen and then also hearing the ASMR, for me personally, kind of takes me out of it. Like, I want to focus on the audio. So I don't normally listen to anything that's, like, someone literally, like, you know crinkling paper or moving specific objects and then just doing random objects it's like normally i'll listen to like escape or something
2: mm-hmm. Worst is where people are eating so they'll eat like crunchy things yeah and i'm just like no 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 no
1: things wet. no <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no
1: yeah that makes sense have you guys ever? Okay, that's actually very interesting because I've I've tried it and I actually really like do like it as a meditative thing. If you are into that kind of stuff, have either of you heard of self hypnosis ASMR?
0: No. Mm-mm. So yeah, I've heard of it, but I'm not doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But like for for maybe for Benny, if you haven't heard about it, it's it's ASMR in a way. It's a it's a like genre of ASMR. But it's, um, it's, like, specific beats that are supposed to stimulate, like, beta brainwaves and, quote-unquote, self-hypnotize. I don't actually think it's self-hypnotizing. I'm pretty sure it's just, like, getting you into an extreme <coughs> state. But it's supposed to, like, um, it's supposed to resonate on the same frequency as your beta waves, like, when you're listening to it. And when you kind of, like, sit and follow, like, the thing of, like, like, um, sitting in a quiet room kind of like laying down and focusing on it it's like a really nice meditative like calming thing in my personal experience Hmm. but for certain people it is for other people it's absolutely uncomfortable because it's like why the fuck am i sitting here still like i get that it's not for everyone but there there are specific things with asmr where i'm like hey it's not for healing but it is for like promoting a a more relaxed mental state when you want to relax in a way that is not overstimulating because you're focusing on a different sense that is much less involved, like, visual. And you're focusing more on the audio, if that makes sense. It's like mm. sensory deprivation in a way, but focused. Mm. Okay. Well, speaking of
2: it's sensory... Cool. Speaking of but,
0: sensory deprivation, def, mm-hmm. def, Damn it, I, I botched that goddamn transition. Black Panther, <laughs> Wakanda Forever.
1: Ooh, ooh, Wakanda Forever.
2: Wakanda Forever!
1: Okay, okay, so what... I'm very
0: curious about this. Benny. Okay. Hit us with so,
2: that. So... Okay, so, like, the best way I think I can describe this movie, without, like, spoiling it, is, like, obviously, like, the first movie... Was a fucking home run, you know? Yep, knocked it out of the park. And this movie to me feels like he sort of slid into third, like okay, slid, slid into third base, like right under the glove. So you know, like just just squeaked into a, a triple. Okay. Um, so it's still really good, really good. Mm-hmm. Um. But there are some things where I'm just like, was that necess- Was that a necessary plot point? Or were these people necessary? There are a lot of characters in this movie that you're like, hmm, Marvel mandated cameo. Okay. Okay. Uh... Marvel mandated plot point. Okay. Okay. Like, we all know Riri was in this, and outside from just the initial um like plot point of getting her into the film, she was unnecessary in my opinion. She's great. The actress is fantastic. Like I'm not dissing her whatsoever. I'm just saying like there's like she just was not Me. integral to yeah. the film and it was very much like mmm Setting her up for her show. Got it. Um, Got you. Even Michaela Cole's character, who I was very excited about because I fucking love Michaela Cole, could have taken her out of the entire movie, would not have changed anything.
1: Interesting, okay. And,
2: like, that, I just feel, is, one, always a disservice to the actor or actress in the role. Um, But also, like, this movie just did not need to be two hours and forty-one minutes long. I oh still love the hell out of this movie, but it is two hours and forty-one minutes long. It's almost
1: three hours. Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, there will be tears. It is again. It's still a great movie. Like I don't want anybody to think like I hate this movie because I do love it. There's just you know some stuff yeah, that so didn't long. make sense, but I'm just no more can fucking get it. Like, <laughs> cool. okay. Okay. he can okay. he can fucking get it. Here's a very
1: <sighs> here's a very important question. Other than he can get it, because goddamn mm-hmm. can get it. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and I know in your in your opinion, mm-hmm. and I know this might be a loaded question, so you can opt out of this question. Okay. But, like, in your opinion, how do you think the Latino representation was through Namor?
2: I I think they did a great job. Um, I love the... I really want
1: to really like it.
2: <laughs> I appreciate um, what they did because, like, again, we've seen snippets in the trailer of, like... Mm-hmm little bits of their city so it is very um like aztec inspired um okay. and uh um like the not recontextualizing reimagining of um namor which mm-hmm. in the in the movie they do pronounce it namor which is great um but um,
1: Honestly, I kind of feel that.
2: <laughs> like, the the story they gave for it, because, you know, it's not Atlantis anymore, because Marvel made the smart decision of like, just giving that to DC, mm-hmm. even though in the comics that is also where Namor was, But, like, they're just like, yeah. nah, you can have it. We're going to have this. And I'm like, yes, we get this.
1: <laughs> okay, so they're leading like, to it.
2: Yeah, they're nice. leaning into it, and, um, I mean, you guys know I did not really care for DC's Aquaman. Um, right. I think the underwater scenes here are better
0: <laughs> Better
2: than Aquaman movie. Because, like, Aquaman was just, it was so cartoonish. Yeah. It was so over-the-top comic booky, and this one is obviously, like... A little bit more real world ish. Okay, I guess. so a little
1: more grounded, quote
2: unquote. Yeah, yeah. Um, like ocean floor grounded. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: nice.
2: But yeah, it's it's a great movie. You're gonna fucking cry. Um, it's it's a good story about grief. But yeah, there's just some decisions they they made in this movie not like character wise but just like writing wise where I was like is this necessary?
1: <laughs> oh okay
2: um, and yeah there is no uh, end credit scene it's just the one mid credit scene so once you see that just uh, bounce because again this movie is two hours and f- 41 minutes
1: damn, damn. it's alright well that that does make me want to see it
2: so it's almost a home run it just squeaks in with the triple nice
1: it's like all right it's it's one of those where it's like cool now that we know we won let's head out before traffic yeah <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a good way yeah if we're doing the sports analogies but
0: yeah <laughs> So it has been zero days since the last sports analogy
1: who would have thought it would have
0: come from me?
2: <laughs> I mean.
0: When when have I ever led you iSport in any way? Last last time uh, no last episode we did a sports analogy we said we're not gonna do another one. Here we are.
1: <laughs> I fully forgot about that. You gotta remind me about the things we said we'd never say before podcast because I forgot the things we said we'd never say
2: yeah but that's also it doesn't really count for here if you weren't the one that brought it up that I was the one that brought it up and I wasn't a part of whatever conversation this was
1: Yeah, got you I'm confused now
2: (laughs) cause I don't know what you're talking about of never doing sports analogies again I was not there for that so like I me bringing up the sports analogy I feel like doesn't count in whatever scenario You guys are are talking about.
1: It's like, I'm not from this country, therefore your laws don't apply to me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje find themselves to be.
1: (laughs) Uh, Honestly, that was one of the best parts of uh, the... the, um captain america the falcon winter soldiers show
2: i'm not gonna lie i will gladly watch a.o just dropkick anyone anytime also especially beat down that motherfucker do you like, know
1: how hard i laughed at the line in, they're not even super soldiers Oh my god. Do you know how hard I laughed at him in that line? Like, it was concerning the people around me where they were like, yo, man, it's not that funny. And I was like- It is that funny. It is that hilarious, funny. It it is is that hilarious funny. to see him that shattered.
2: Yeah. It's also like, it's just so good when you just see that, you're like, hmm, that's the moment he decided to take the serum.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's the moment where he's like, I'm gonna kill a motherfucker with this shield.
2: Yeah. Oh, god. And now we still have to... Oh, we have to see him again. And we have to see him and fucking Bucky being buddy-buddy.
1: In <gasps> I don't know if they're going to play it like they're buddy, buddy.
2: They were being buddy-buddy at the end of fucking Captain America. Uh,
1: see, that's the thing that I think... Uh, no, whatever, whatever. I'm not going to talk about the Just politics. Just saying, it. again,
2: it's that thing, it's that thing... That's like um what you i call it on the um, side of my face flames, heaving heaving breaths <laughs> um it's like the unconscious biases because yeah. it's always white people so quick to forgive white people for uh uh racist violent bullshit it's like,
1: it's like look he was hopped up on serum he's he's okay now
2: yeah Mm.
1: Like, we 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 still have yet to watch the
0: show.
2: And they're just like, like, he has a black wife. His best friend is black. How could he be racist? Mm.
0: Wait, what?
1: (laughs) Is his wife? uh, Wait, what? Or are you just are you just comparing? I'm
2: just comparing.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. Like, when did we miss that announcement? No.
2: No. (laughs) Just comparing. Sorry.
1: No, it's
0: all good. I was like, "Where's?" I'm
2: just saying. It's again. It's like it's just that white thing of like so quickly, so easy to forgive patriarchal, misogynistic, racist bullshit. Because, boom, they said sorry. Except he never did say sorry. He never did say sorry in the show.
1: Yeah, no. It's like no. We forgive him because Julia Louis Dreyfus is hot.
2: I mean she can also get it like don't get me also wrong
1: get it. but like they're trying to bank on that fact for us to be like oh he's okay now
2: yeah yeah oh, oh.
0: okay you're on to close twitter because i was looking for this thing for you for the actor who played namor um oh he was being he was being interviewed and he was speaking no. on... thank you because i if i cannot pronounce my own people's name you, I For damn sure, no, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce that, br- that, that brother's mean, name. I have a better fighting chance. I can't oh find, man, no, yeah. I can't find the tweet because he was he was telling he was literally in front of the camera. They was interviewing me. He was like this. He want all his people to know, like you are, you should not be, you should keep fighting to not be, do not conform to stereotypical roles in Hollywood. He was like, look oh, at yeah. me, I can be a fucking super. He's like, I can be a superhero.
1: And actually, wow. it would be Enoch.
2: It'd be Here closer to
1: a K. It'd be closer to a K, but I get why people say Tenoch.
0: But the reason why I made that guttural, oh, so uh, Daniel Bryan, who's now on AEW, uh, before he left. We he do he... the
2: pronunciations, like, beautifully in the movie, too. That's
0: and awesome. that's
2: just my Southern California Valley Girl type mm-hmm. accent. Never going to be able to do that
0: what what would your rating would be for a black panther what kind of panther? oh
2: my god did my did my sports analogy not already cover this
0: i mean for my own personal benefit like i you know i know you have the one to ten scale i need, hmm. I, need I need that i get it the first one was a home run this was third base can I guess what it was
1: based off of what we said? What third base is, I guess? Sure. I'm guessing that means you put it somewhere between like a seven point five and an eight.
2: Yeah, I was doing like eight point two five. Okay.
1: Not to put words in your mouth. I'm just guessing based off of the rough ballpark estimate.
2: But I might do more than eight. Eight's solid, yeah.
0: So it, it pretty much yeah. it pretty you him lined up with my brother. He went to go see it the other night, and he said there was unnecessary cameos like you. Um, he was like that extra credit scene was bullshit. Um, <laughs> it's yeah.
2: it's something. It's, I'm absolutely gonna
0: watch She Hulk It's me. something.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, and then I, I can't wait to talk about it when you mofo's watch this movie
0: in 60 days when it hits Disney Plus because I'm not going back to the theater. Is that when it's hitting Disney Plus? They literally said between forty-five to sixty days after um, after its release. God. I mean,
2: we'll see how many legs this one has because you know, like
0: it beat the it beat the dog brace out of Black Well, Anything gonna beat the dog brace out of Black Adam,
2: but anyway, yeah, rip to uh, that. Not that I really cared. Um. Anyway.
0: Um. The reason why I made that guttural oof. Um, so, like, we'll sing just a little bit. Daniel Bryan, um, who's now an AEW wrestler, used to have been with WWE, did a Squirt earth before he left. Um, there's a wrestler, you know, fuck it, you're out, I'm out, you fucker. AJ Styles. Good wrestler. Believes in Flat Earth. Uh, I mean, like... Daniel Bryan had enough of hearing it, and he already knew he's already leaving, Live on SmackDown. <laughs> just is that
1: one of those things where they're just saying shit just so that way people can be like, "Yo, I want to see a flat earther get beat down." Like, no, is that no, no this,
0: no, he's literally like, like literally in the video, literally sitting there talking eloquently and just being like, "I can," he's like, "You were supposed to be a smart. You're supposed to be one of the smartest people I know. You believe in this." Like, he's not... You can literally tell in this cadence. He's not doing it to put on the show. He's not doing it to, like, sell, to make people, like, oh, they going to fight one another. Like, no. He is literally, like... Like, no, no. Seriously, you are you are a role model to children and you should not be speaking this stupidly. Type is, of this,
1: is this, like, fucking... What's his name? The dude that was the first roadie and in power. What's his name? Oh, or, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Is this, like... Like Terrence Howard being like 2 plus 2 equals 5? Or no, 1 plus 1 is 1 or some shit like that?
0: Oh my god, when I heard that I was like oh, this nigga's stupid.
1: Are you talking about like is he that serious about it? Like the flat earth thing?
0: Yeah, he's that serious about being the flat earth thing. God damn, man. I'm like
1: Oh, all we can do is shun them societally and then hope that Darwinism takes its
0: place. Please. Actually, by this point, you know, people still alive during the cold when it was COVID. I mean it's not gonna surprise me. Stupid people. I'm not live.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I was one of those people pre COVID that was like, yo, you know what we need to thin out the herd? A new plague. <laughs> I was one of those people before COVID and then during COVID I was like So it happened. I guess, I guess, uh, I guess what they say, you know, like, what, what's that say? Like, you fucking visualize it. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I was like, "Fuck, sorry, everybody, my fault."
0: But the thing is, though, all the good people were taking, but we still got the stupid people.
1: See, *Idiocracy* it's more than just a comedy; it's a documentary.
0: Uh, and speaking of, uh, and sorry with this trans, the transitions, my is give me an F, a zero out of ten, if you will speaking of the good taken away from us Kevin Conroy oh yeah don't matter how, it doesn't matter if you are a boomer a millennial or a gen Zer he has been the voice of your Batman
1: Kevin Conroy has been the Batman longer than anyone else
2: damn he's he's still my Batman
0: still my Batman yep so like we- yeah. yeah. No, no, what? I was gonna say, so we're gonna... Whatever, if you've met... I... Has anyone met Kevin Conrad besides me?
1: Uh, I didn't get to meet him, but I got to see him at a panel at Comic-Con um, for a screening at Comic-Con of The Killing Joke before it, like, released. And... Like, he was, like, on stage watching it with the rest of the audience there and then, like, had a whole commentary after it. So, like, that's the only time I've ever gotten to, like, seen him, but I've never met him.
0: Mine was well a, um, I'm sorry I bumped into you type of thing. Oh, damn. And me being, uh, uh, <clears throat> you the Batman! <laughs> like, yo. And then afterwards, did I literally just say he was the Batman? I literally turned to my friend. Did I really Did I really just bitched out in front of Batman? You bitched out in front of Batman.
1: You know, you know, just take solace in the fact that you're absolutely not the first one and nor were you the last one.
0: Yeah, but my bubble butt ass bumped into him because I was trying to get to this proper seat for his fucking panel. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You post. You post. Look before you sit. Look before you
1: sit. I'm sorry, everybody. This panel is canceled. Someone killed Kevin.
0: Conroy. Some <laughs> some fat, oompa Loopa motherfucker broke Kevin Conroy's hip. I didn't say that. <laughs> I can make fun of myself.
1: <laughs> oh my god, dude. But no. But yeah. Like. It's good memories, man, because like, Ke- like like you said, Kevin Conroy's been doing Batman for such a long time that it's like, I know that I had to look up the movies, but as I was looking through the list of like a lot of the different like projects that he was in and stuff, I'm like, man, this dude really was the voice throughout my entire fucking childhood. Mm-hmm. Like every like bit of what I thought was cool Batman was Kevin Conroy.
0: He was also willing to do like the raunchy stuff. He did um, Yoga Hoosers with uh, Kevin Smith for just the one scene. Um, he did a two-episode arc. He well, he was a reincurring character on Venture Brothers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice.
0: So I was like, he was willing to do anything like not anything, but he was willing to do stuff just to show like he's just not yeah. known as Batman.
1: He was. He, he was just... a remarkable voice actor
2: he was an amazing voice actor and i think because he was the one that had the idea for the two voices the dual voices Mm -hmm. um and so which is so funny when you see that carried on to like the movies in
1: the live action pretty much every yeah
2: um to like varying degrees of success, um, but I just think like he is so many people's favorite Batman, like top tier Batman. Just because you know, as <laughs> as a gay man, he kind of knows something a little bit about having a bit of a dual life. I think, um, especially in a time when it was. Not, not easy. I mean, not that now is any better, but like really, back then was not when a great time. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I think there's just a understanding and a depth that he brought to the character that just hasn't quite been replicated anywhere else.
1: Yeah. I think. Like going through a lot of it, I was I was trying to figure out which one was the first one I remember, distinctively Batman's voice, like you know, like from Kevin Conroy, and I think personally my first one that I remember of being like yo, that's amazing, wasn't even like quote unquote Batman's voice, because it was in Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker,
2: mm.
1: it was like old Batman. Yeah. So my my young formation of what that Batman was because I remember first meeting the voice of the character like that like as an older Batman and being like, "Oh, okay." And then going through and seeing all the other movies and being like, "Wait, it's the same guy." Like, what? And then seeing the difference and it's just yeah, no. I think that's always going to stick with me of just like, yeah, that's 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 my Batman.
0: I f- I forget what batman show he did it but um i think it was either the batman or uh, brave and the bold but he got the voice thomas wayne oh
1: that's awesome
0: Thanks. i think i think it was brave and the bold because it was a full episode and thomas wayne was fighting side by side with batman that's cool so, like, Bruce got Which the is hand. so
2: funny, because what was the... Wait, no! The Grey Ghost, the Legend of the Grey Ghost, where Adam West voiced the Grey Ghost, and the Grey Goat, like, I think it was Legend of the Grey Ghost, or the... Something the Grey Ghost, but, like, basically,
0: Beware, like... I-, I have the, le- the episode listing right here for you. Let me, uh, click on But about- basically,
2: like, the TV show, like, Adam West plays the actor that played the Grey Ghost... And, like, he's on hard times. He has to, like, sell his costume yeah, to we, make ends meet.
0: Yeah, you are right the first time. Beware the Grey Ghost.
2: Beware the Grey Ghost, yeah. Okay,
0: so I got it wrong. Adam West played Thomas Wayne. Uh, uh, Kevin Conroy played Phantom Ghost. And the reason yeah. why I remember this Ooh. this episode so well, Brave and the Bold... Um, Mark Hamill played um The Spectre while Kevin Conroy was a Phantom Ghost. They both had a bet to see if Batman would cross the line. And they was showing him little Easter eggs and showing and they're like, Oh, we found the person who killed your parents. So here you go. And you have the actor who's voicing Batman. Brave and Bolt is goofy as hell, but this is like one of the darkest episodes of Brave and bold. like Like yeah. they gave you like an episode where it's for the adults. Yeah. So he gets there and he found he finds Joe Chill and all of Batman's rogue, all his rogue, all his villains. And uh-huh. he's selling this weapon. And he's just he's not even worried about the Joker or any of these villains. He's going right after Joe, Kill, Joe Chill and beating his ass. And Ma- Batman unmasks himself and like this. you the reason why I'm here. You killed my parents. And you just see Mark Hamill as the specter going like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it. But then he doesn't do it. And Kevin Carrey comes up. You see, justice prevails. But it was so fucking cool. Joe Chill runs and said, I'm the one who created the Batman. Joker was like, so you're the reason why we have this guy kicking our butts every now and then. You know what? We're going to kill you. Yep. And Batman was literally going to stand there and let him die. But he's like, nah, I have to do my job.
1: Yeah, it's like a moral thing. It's like, fuck.
0: And do then, I have to now
1: save the man
0: who killed my parents yeah. oh, in and the, and the, and the episodes in with um, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill having a conversation as these two other DC characters about the ethics of justice and um, forgiveness that's really cool man and I was like that is a damn good use of uh, for two people who's iconicizing as Batman and Joker but you put them in these other two DC heroes hmm. I was like damn that is a good episode uh, and then another one, because he says the line all the time, and he doesn't mind it. Mm-hmm. Nothing to fear when you first meet Scarecrow in the first season of the Batman the anime series. Yeah, and then that end is you hear the Batman theme going behind, and he's like, "No, I'm vengeance. I am the night. You just being there as a kid, holding your Batman action you're Like, see, see, I'm Batman. You're just like, yeah." Nice. washing the fuck up. I don't know I'm watching when we're done recording. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and I have my Batman the Animated Series action figure. I'm ready to go. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I gotta watch Brave and the Bold. Oh I think best adaptation of Aquaman in that show. When when head's said <laughs> cartoony they cranked that shit up to 100 on Cartoon Aquaman. Of course. (laughs) Um, Diedrich, oh, there we go. Diedrich Bader voices that Batman. If you don't know who he is, he played, um, Drew Carey's friend in The Drew Carey Show.
1: Oh, why does that sound familiar? Yeah.
0: And he was also, um, that Mike Judge movie. Um, was it Office Space? Yeah, Office Space. The dude with the uh, the karate dude with the, the fucking uh, handlebar mustache, the mullet, who was um home dude's best friend at the apartment building, with the USA pants. Oh, um, man, I don't remember. Let me uh, let me Google something. Y- y'all gonna talk about that? <laughs> Kevin Carrey, I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's one of those things where like. He was also all the. He was also Batman in most of the games, right? Like pretty much all the games too. Yeah. And damn, it's like I, I'm like just thinking about like the memories associated with all the Batman content that I've consumed, where he is Batman. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I think the Batman Arkham Asylum game was one of the first, if not maybe the first, video games that I went to a midnight release for.
2: Um, Like
1: when did when did Arkham Asylum come out
2: again? Oh, two thousand seven, I believe.
1: Yeah, right around that. Two thousand seven. That would make sense. When was it? When was it? Two thousand nine. Okay. But yeah, no, two thousand nine. I think that means I was like, I think I was like thirteen. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I went to that midnight release, and my dad let me go with my friends. And because my, my, like, my friend, I was, I was friends with both of them. And, like, one of them was, like, two years older than me, and the other one was, like, five. So, no, six. And he could drive. So he was okay with us going to the midnight release. And, like, that's one of the first ones I remember, like, standing in line for. Like, Batman, this
2: game. It's one of the first ones it i It still say. looks good for coming out, you know, like 13 years ago.
1: Right? It still looks good. Right? Like, because that's the thing. It's like they they used the they made sure that they used the art style that fit for the technology they had at the time. Mm-hmm. The big factor in, in my opinion of like the longevity of these games.
2: Yeah. I still feel like that game would have been like absolute perfection except for like that stupid boss at the end like
1: yeah like the the joker on like titan
0: boss yeah
2: like roided joker was just oh this guy
0: yeah he voice um he voices Batman every now and then
1: yeah no i've i've definitely heard this guy before yeah no yeah okay
2: where you're just like i know you from somewhere
1: i you know where i remember him distinctly from for some reason Surfs up.
0: Surfs, Surf's
1: up. up. You might remember the sound on TikTok that's circulating around of like, "These are my ladies, Shinique, Angela." Like, you know what we, oh. you know what we like, like, mm-hmm. like these are uh, these are my ladies. That's a quote from Surfs Up, mm-hmm. and that's him.
0: I thought, um, well, Arn- I'm not well on um, that. What's the name, Art, Art, Arnett? No, no,
1: no, no. It's, it's, it's.
0: I'm pretty sure. When um the Lego Batman movie, this is Sequoia.
1: I like. No, yeah, Batman. Will Arnett does Batman also, right?
0: Yeah, but he yeah. also did the. Oh, he's probably parroting Surf's, Surf's Up when he was doing yeah. that part for our Lego Batman. I, th-
1: I think so. Yeah, because hold on, I'm pretty sure it was Ginger Baker, not. I don't, yeah, I
0: don't, I don't have TikTok so. Baker, Yeah, Tank the Shredder Evans. Yep.
1: I'm yeah. gonna start up. Yep, yep. For some reason I also remember him. And this is going to make There are
2: fun. so many people in that movie. Holy shit.
1: Right? Right? They like uh uh what is it? Um I remember him as the stand-in like uh uh Charlie uh parody Charlie in that vampire suck movie.
2: Oh, I never even saw that, but that sounds kind of funny.
1: Yeah, it was it was a parody. It was like like not another teen movie or scary movie or something like that. But yeah, it was a parody of Twilight, and instead of you know what's his name, the actor that they have playing Bella's dad, it's Deirdre mm-hmm. Vader
0: specifically. <laughs> like I remember him from that for some reason. He was uh, he was also in Balls of Fury, as a um, right as a oh my god. His, the actor is there. Christopher Walken's, uh, one of Christopher Walken's concubines.
1: Oh, got you.
0: He was like, really? He was like, George Lopez was like, you really, this old man's hoe? He was like, yeah.
2: Huh.
1: He was <laughs> also in Masters of the Universe. Revelation, the new one. Yep,
0: I think he, he's one I of the I
2: still new. need to watch that.
0: I saw part one, I didn't see part two yet. Part one was... Here's the thing. People are bitching because they gave um what uh I know Sir Michelle Geller I forgot the guy the name and the goddamn character. And I watched He-Man as a kid. She she gets more of a focus. He-Man not so much. Just I'm uh, like it doesn't I'm like it's still called He-Man, which means the motherfucker going to pop up at some point.
2: <laughs> Why are you I complaining mean, for? People are bitching about maconda forever because there's so many girls in it oh my
0: god can i just have dr manhattan's powers and just snap people out of fucking existence
2: no
1: no no we've talked about this you cannot have dr manhattan powers you would use them for evil immediately and we would all die and the universe would be devoid of all life
0: okay okay what about lobo's powers not as omnipresent I as definitely
1: I don't think you understand what undying is because you hate life and you're telling me that you want Lobo's powers to live forever
0: Lobo is not immortal who am i thinking
1: of then doesn't Lobo oh no be, oh no i'm thinking of the version of Lobo that becomes um fucking ghost rider and then becomes like base ghost rider or whatever.
0: you're thinking about marvel lobo is a dc character
1: Am I crossing franchises
0: there? You're crossing franchises. God Frank, damn. Frank, Ca- in that version of Ghostwriter you're talking about, Frank Castle becomes a Ghostwriter. He goes into space. Becomes- oh, it's
1: Frank Castle. Yep. Okay, I'm absolutely mixing franchises there.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I like. I try to. The only thing I read that I'm enjoying right now from DC is Nightwing.
1: Yo, that screenshot that you sent me of, like, Bitewing, I'm in love with that dog.
0: As to borrow
1: from One Onion, I would die for that dog.
0: And um, that Otaku-looking Nightwing, that's not really Nightwing doing that.
1: Uh, Remember Batmite? It's just chibi. It's just a chibi thing. Like, yeah, that's a Mamba thing.
0: Do you remember Batmite? Yeah. That's Nightmite. What? Yeah, so Batmite has a sidekick named Nightmite that follows Nightwing around. And he's not supposed to be there because apparently his dimension is beefing with Mixipicolic's dimension. I can't no. believe I ever said, I can't believe, that's the first time ever I was able to say Mixipicolic. I was literally about to say, I'm surprised you
1: said the name off that. You can't fucking pronounce a goddamn real last name, but you could pronounce that. <laughs> All fucking night for multiple podcasts, you'd be like, I'm so sorry, I can't say your name, I can't say your name, and you literally say the one name in fucking Marvel canon that DC not
0: Cannon.
1: even in the goddamn thing can fucking say.
0: DZ Cannon.
1: DC canon, I'm sorry, I'm crossing tonight. But, like, the <laughs> DC. Like. <laughs> you have no fucking excuse.
0: <laughs> you have no fucking excuse. <laughs> I don't. I really don't.
1: I was on your side until you pronounced that perfectly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you saw me, I even had that realization. That shit's so fucking funny. That shit's so fucking funny. I blame comic books. (laughs) I get it, though, because I don't
1: know how to spell anybody's fucking name. But for some reason, I'd be coming up with all these fantasy-ass names. And if you tell me how to spell a name like Dritz, most likely I can tell you it's got
0: three Zs. I I was just thinking of it. That's not a Z. Okay. (coughs) <coughs> Shit! Damn. But yeah, I, I, I was gonna speak on about video games on Kevin Connery, but I uh, think we we oh, yeah. we far removed from that.
2: you are so far removed.
0: Uh, I, I mean, I got were
2: we did were we gonna do a list of shows?
0: Am I? Did you have like, any? episodes? I was gonna I was gonna get to that. Did you have any?
2: Oh, I was gonna say I was just. Trying to figure out where we were, trying to get back on track because I was yeah. like, I feel like we were
0: gonna be doing a list. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're trying to I'm trying to reign. I'm trying to I'm to only dered is by saying mix fix lick.
2: I love how you literally can only say it one time and then you just cursed yourself. Like that was the only time you could actually say it. Yeah. And yeah. now you're just like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore.
1: Yeah. You're like, I've used all the vowels I have
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everyone's favorite medium: had Kevin Conroy as Batman. If you have, like, if it can be just episodes of the animated series or Justice League or video games, go right ahead. <clears throat> I, I have my list ready. You want me to go first? I mean, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. Uh, side another tangent to the tangent. Um, apparently he was supposed to work on his Injustice three.
1: Ah, oh, damn!
0: I think they're going to recast Batman in that. Oh no! Uh, I, I know people don't want Chris Pratt and everything. I don't have a beef with them, but let's not get Troy Baker and everything. <laughs> let's let let's get someone else's voice in Batman. That's all I ask. I heard Jensen Ackles is really good. Okay, my top five.
2: <clears throat> that was a that was a wild few sentences there. I'm not gonna lie. I know. I don't know how we went from Pratt to Troy Baker to Jensen Ackles, but
0: we're here now. We're here. We made it. We're, here. I know. We're okay, um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go from five and up. At number five, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? This is when um, Riddler. I was about to say. I was about to say Scarecrow. Riddler. Um, this is pretty much his um, origin um, with Batman intertwining it, and it pretty much ends with um, Batman was like, "We let, we got, really got away." He was like, yeah, "He may get away, but the person that he was going after, he said he had. Yeah, you know, he may want all that money, and Riddler didn't get nothing, but he has to sleep with every day, knowing that the Riddler's coming after him." Batman just had a good, um, I couldn't find the quote, but he had a good quote at the end of it. And it was just like, and it's cut to like the voiceover of Kevin Conroy saying the quote and the guy just pulling the covers up in the dark, just like fucking scared. (laughs) It was like, you can tell like Batman ain't gonna try to save him. Maybe, but it's not. Uh, Oh, wait, I I think I vaguely
1: heard about the one that you're talking about. Like where he's specifically confronting the Riddler? Mm Mm-hmm. I think I may have heard of the one that you're talking about. If I, yeah.
0: Um, uh, number four, almost got him. All of Batman's uh villains playing poker. They're telling their own vignettes of how they almost got Batman, and he keeps on cutting the killer croc. He's like, one time I was fighting him, and I threw a rock at him, and he just pans, and you see everyone look at him like. And Jugger was like, anyway, this is what, I, what how I almost got him. <laughs> While all that is going on, it cuts to Harley Quinn. She actually captures Batman.
1: Yeah, Harley Quinn is the only one that's
0: actually canonically caught him, right? Yeah. And, he was, and Batman got out of it. And at the end of it, what's so funny... It keeps on going back to Croc, and it was like something they kept on mentioning, like "you're off." And then Killer Croc just goes into the shadow, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Batman been undercover this whole fucking time,
1: like he's been playing Croc the whole time.
2: Isn't that the episode where, like, Batman the way he escapes is because he basically like uses Joker's ego against him, right? Where he's like, you know, like. She nearly killed me, and yeah. like that's why, like, Joker releases him or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, he had that trick planned with, like, the fish, but it wasn't working. And she was like, oh, we just hang him upside down so the fish look like they're smiling. And then the Joker got so mad at her explaining that joke. I could not uh, remember that.
0: Yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. Trigger sure, Morning, um, there is um, actual um, physical abuse.
1: Yeah, there's some domestic violence in that episode.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, she got out, though. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yep. Her and Poison Ivy. Speaking of her and Poison Ivy, honorable mention is the episode where it's the um, holidays and they capture mm. um, Poison Ivy and Harlequin and capture Bruce Wayne. And they like... And steal uh, his credit card. Yep. Yep. And you could just see you just like I like how they animated Bruce's like the vein just in here like I'm gonna fuck these ones. <laughs> like that literally sounds. that literally sounds like the punchline
1: to a comedian complaining about how Batman hasn't changed. Because that literally sounds like, What are they doing with Batman now? He used to go back out and actually stop criminals nowadays, you know. What are they doing? Stealing his credit card?
0: Like it sounds like a bad punchline. But the thing is, though, they got they got him when he's just vulnerable. He's Bruce Wayne. He's not supposed to be like it, it's yeah. the it's the opposite where Superman needs to be Clark Kent. It's Batman knows yeah. like no, I am Batman. I am not fucking Bruce Wayne. It's, I like the <laughs> flip between those two. Yeah. Um. And number three, the Cape Cow conspiracy, where um this um this person this known person like. Tortures people to get information to the point of their kill, so he's doing this to Batman just to get his cape and cowl, and thinking that oh I'm a un- I'm a ma- unmasked Batman. But he, yeah. But he flips it on him, and the guy's like, "What the? F- you're not supposed to do that." And lights a little pot shot at the end of it. Batman actually gives him his cape and cowl, and like tells him like, "I hope this keeps you warm at night." Yeah. Uh, number two, I think this is everyone's favorite. Uh, well, I can't speak for everyone, but I, I know this is like one up there for everyone. Perchance to a dream, perchance to a dream. This is the one where um, Hugo Strange puts Batman in his sleep, and he's like had this mm. whole like out of body. Spent like his parents are alive, but he knows something is wrong. And then the episode ends where it's like Gordon was asking, well, "So what did you dream of?" then Batman just like you can t- and then the somber tone was like what dreams were made of and then just the episode ends mm. and I was like damn damn in my feels and I'm then like I- oh mm-hmm
1: what was that no just like no I was just saying like the reaction of oh oh
0: yeah and then number one like alright well, like, we kicked it off nothing to fear um Season I think it was the, if I remember correctly, nothing to fear was the one, two, three, ninth episode of season one of Batman the animated series. Got you. Because the cat and the claw, uh, which I don't get why, because I'm look, I was looking at it, they put mm-hmm. Cat and the Claw, Part One, as the broadcast order, like there was going to be a Part Two. I was like, I don't ever remember a part two to Cat in the Claw. Hmm. Cause right after that was our um On Leather Wings, which was the first appearance of Man Bat. Okay. And then No, Man
2: Bat H- was in the I thought he was in the very first episode. Was that on Leather Wings, the very first episode? The very first episode of Batman I think had Man Bat.
0: Then this list Batman fandom, you got it wrong.
2: Hold on, now I got it. Let me. Yep, please. First episode.
0: Another honorable mention: um, mm-hmm. Robin's Reckoning, Part One and Two. I like that back and forth between him and um, him and Robin. Getting to see a little bit of a more edgier Dick Grayson before Jason Todd and Tim Drake ever came in. Yeah. Well, canonically in this universe, and this actually happened because comic books. So Bruce Tim was not involved in this. Thank goodness. Uh, okay.
2: When? Okay, hold on. What did that article say on Leather Wings happened?
0: Episode two.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, on Leather Wings is episode one
0: so they of run.
2: the whole the whole show. Okay. So they got. Yeah. I was like. I was like yeah that's the yeah 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 Mm -hmm. anyway it's okay you caught it
1: people people
2: get things mixed up all the time Mm -hmm. it is fine
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um what the fuck am I talking about oh the canonically um so they did put Jason Todd in this universe. So and Red Hood. So how Mm -hmm. they how they did it sometime after Dick left to go to Bloodhaven to become Nightwing. Before about two years before Tim was picked up in the animated series to be Robin. In that time frame, Batman encountered Jason Todd. Okay but he died for ever, if I remember correctly from that comic convoc- book died before becoming Robin okay and then that's when animated when the new adventures of Batman started up when he said made that mandate him not picking a new Robin but then you got uh-huh. Tim using all of basically of um, Jason Todd's attributes within his character
1: yeah
0: well some because he still he did figure out Bruce was Batman, but still, I was like, okay, okay. I was like, all it was with them just to make just to sell sell a fucking toy and to prove like, no, Tim Jason Todd is in this universe. It just here he is. Yeah, twenty years later. Yeah. And apparently, Bruce Tim didn't want to use Jason Todd. He didn't really like him. I get it. I was I was young enough to remember Jason Todd and trying to call the one, one night That's what I got my ass whooping for. Yeah. I also tried to do the nine hundred number to kill Jason Todd. Oh my god! Nice. Yeah.
1: That was a toll number, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, look! Like, what are you doing? Short of the comic book sheet. Get off the goddamn phone. <laughs> Uh,
1: I'm sorry, I'm laughing at that. <laughs> like, I don't like when I want Dick Grayson back. You're like, please, I have to alert
0: my congressman. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few years later, we got Tim Drake. He's fine. Tim Drake's fine. Nice. Ooh, he's hot. All right,
2: all right <laughs> next. Um. I I can go next. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really have specific episodes. I have memories. Um,
2: I would love to do a shout-out for Arkham Asylum. Just, or not Arkham Asylum, but uh, Arkham City. Uh, just because I feel like that game, one, was a vast improvement over Arkham Asylum. Um, but also just... Again, uh, a great a great bit of uh, Kevin Conroy doing a, a great Batman, especially just that ending line of him telling Joker, you know what's so funny is I would have saved you, and then, you know, mm-hmm. Joker just having that iconic
1: mm-hmm.
2: last line and death, but just again, like, the beautiful dichotomy between both of them, um and yeah, just feel like it was a really great performance uh, out of a great out of a great game. Um, and then probably next, I would go with Heart of Ice. I think is just such an iconic episode. Um, One, obviously seeing Batman with a cold is really funny. Um, Mm -hmm. But again, it's sort of just one of those great episodes of Batman kind of realizing a bit more the shades of grey and the similarities between him and a lot of these quote-unquote villains he fights. Um...
1: It, it well,
0: has element of existentialism.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think.
0: Quit picking at your fingers, man.
2: He just did a great job for that. Um, and uh, jumping from a sad, melancholy episode to zany and fantastic Harley's holiday. Mm-hmm. Um. Granted, Batman isn't in this episode a whole lot. Um but again, it's just a great episode of him trying like trying his best to be like Harley, you don't want to do this. Like you like, he's trying so hard to save her from falling back in to the same old bullshit because he mm-hmm. knows like he knows she's better than this, and he genuinely hoped it would stick. And obviously, like, comedy of errors and miscommunication. Um, but it's just, oh, such a good episode. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just like, the, the chemistry between Harley and Batman. Just it's so it's so good. It's so good um and other great chemistry that he has is from the episode old wounds which i think is a great again exploration of the character and just sort of the depths and the feelings and sort of even just realizing that man isn't a perfect hero, and just seeing the genuine um, collapse of a, of a relationship, and sort of just showcasing, um, you know, how once a partnership could have been like thick as thieves ride or die and um, sometimes that that falls apart through no fault of anyone but also through fault of both people um, and so I think it's just a really good episode especially for kids to watch to sort of understand um, relationships uh, a little bit more um, and yeah like Just all the voice actors in that episode, too. Just such a great job of, like, heartbreak and disappointment and anger. I mean, obviously anger, but it's just, it's such a primo. Good episode. Um, Nice. And then another, another favorite episode. is again, Batman, not in this one a super lap but when he is in it it's just it's so good and it's just kind of reminds you again of his imperfections and how like maybe you can't always count on him for comfort because he's more of a like he'll be there but he'll also like tell it to you plainly and um, sometimes that's not what you want to hear and it's just it's it's sad, but also kind of, like, darkly humorous to be like, Batman, really. Like he's not neat. Those, yeah. You need to understand comfort, but it is uh, Growing Pains, which is more of a Tim-centric um, episode where he meets this girl, Annie, who has amnesia. Oh,
0: that episode.
2: And, you know, she's being chased by this weird, creepy man. And she then, like, Robin's trying to help her. Um, and then, like, come to find out that she is actually a piece of Clayface. And the man that's chasing her was Clayface because he was trying to get... <laughs>
1: The, the rest of his class.
2: The rest of him back because he was weakened by being, I think Batman, I think it was like Batman threw him in the water or the river or something. So like he basically like sent out this tiny piece to see if the coast was clear. Something happened. She got scared. Um, and I just I love at the end, because it's the end of the episode after um, obviously robin was like trying to kill a clay face because annie like s- sacrificed herself to get like reabsorbed in the clay face which is like really traumatic mm-hmm. um and bruce is obviously again talking him down to be like this isn't what you want you know don't be like them um but as Clayface is, like, getting arrested, they're talking about, you know, oh, he'll be charged with, like, robbery, breaking and entering, and then Robin's just, like, walking away, and he's, like, in charge of him for murder, and I'm just, like, oh, sweet baby. baby. Damn.
1: It's,
2: oh, it's just so funny, because, like, after the whole kerfuffle, like, Batman's trying, like, sometimes, you know, there's, like, there's no happy endings, and it's, like, bro, bro, you are the world's smartest detective. And you cannot read this room, like, <laughs> sir. sir,
0: sir, sir,
2: sir. Um. But I think, and again, I am very biased, but I think Kevin Conroy's best performance um, was Mask of the Phantasm. Oh,
1: nice.
2: Because it's just, it's such a perfect Batman movie. And the fact that they, like, threw that together in such, like, limited time frame is just fascinating to me. But, like... Because that is, I think, the biggest role where you get to see Kevin Conroy do the dual voices. You get to see him as Bruce Wayne and his struggle as if he wants to keep staying Bruce Wayne. Um, and if he wants to continue with Batman. And so, like, it's just, I think it's the best performance he's done. Because, yeah, you get so much more of both Bruce Wayne And Batman, and just the raw emotion Mm -hmm. and turmoil he has as Batman and Bruce Wayne. Very
1: nice. Very nice. I like that list.
2: Thanks.
1: Uh, Well, for... For for my list, it's a little bit more on the movie side than the TV show side because honestly, most most of my memories are more the movies than the TV shows. Okay. And um, I didn't realize we had to do a top five, but you I didn't
0: know you did had to do a five. I did a top five, so
1: because I, I wanted to.
0: Mine
2: okay. was like eight, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like from the from the stuff that like I'm that I'm, like, re-familiarizing myself with right now. It's, like, absolutely. I know my top performance as far as, like, what I remember nostalgically was from Batman, uh, uh, Beyond. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think one of my honest-to-God favorite performances when I'm looking at, like, the large list was probably Batman versus Robin. Mm-hmm. because Because it, like, like, I'm trying to separate the difference between the the movie itself and the performance. But I really enjoyed the challenge that it presented of, like, having to interact with Damien in the way that the movie portrayed it. To where, like you, you like, he had a really great way of being able to portray that stoic Batman while still trying to also project the emotion, which is very important in a lot of that. And Batman versus Robin, I think, showcases it very well, which is why <laughs> I, I think it specifically sticks out for me in that one.
0: But uh because I, I, I know someone's going to fact check if they listen to this podcast, except for Jason O'Mara, voice Batman. Kevin Corr is not in that one. Is he not? Wait, no. Yeah, Irish actor Jason O'Mara is the voice of Batman in that. I, I that's one of the one that's one of the um, newer DC movies. I don't. Then I'm insane. Wow,
2: okay. I'm sorry, bro. Or, or, Google is wrong.
1: No, no. Alright. Because
2: look, because you, look, see, you typed in Kevin Conroy. So who is, who is Kevin Conroy in that movie?
1: He's Thomas Wayne in that movie.
2: That's the best Uh,
0: way I remember it. Okay. He's Thomas Wayne in that movie. No, like, okay. I knew I wasn't fucking crazy. I knew he wasted time and time is waiting that
1: You know, I and I was between that and Killing Joke, and I went with that.
0: I got beef with the Killing Joke. I don't want
2: to knock your taste, but man, I know, I
1: know I know that's Fuck the, the joke. See, that's a thing. I know everybody calls me out for liking Killing Joke, but I did like it. <laughs>
2: No, I'm not say- like I'm not saying you can't like the killing joke. Like it's sort of like that thing where like I didn't really like uh the Captain Marvel movie and then so many people get offended because like they then think like oh well only sexist people didn't like Captain Marvel and I'm just like no, please don't let me in with those assholes. <laughs> like please. So like I get it. But still, fuck the killing joke. But please proceed. And no diss for liking the killing joke.
1: No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm good.
2: It says, I don't want to make you feel bad for liking it. That's why, like... It's not I... about that.
1: It's about the fact that somehow... I chose a movie that wasn't voiced by Kevin Conroy and Um. joke. So I think I'm good. I don't think my takes are valid anymore on this.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Look (laughs) I'll be
2: honest. There are literally hundreds of Batman films Mm -hmm. and And T V shows. Yeah. And And I chose again it's so much gets gets twisted up in the head so, like, you can misremember things. Yeah. It's totally fine.
1: We I can th- move on. I
2: do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: okay. We can move on.
2: Like, Des, I would like to know um, mm-hmm. what three-year-old Des was thinking when he dialed that 900 number to kill Robin because, like, it's been sitting with me for like 10 minutes now. What three-year-old Des was thinking when he wanted to murder
0: This wasn't, Robin. This wasn't a jokey, fun-loving sidekick. This was a person who was not listening to Batman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't like mm-hmm. him he don't listen. and look what happened Joker mm-hmm. blew his happy ass up
1: because of viewers like you
0: <laughs> Joker beat his ass up with a crowbar sir Yes. <laughs> and 3 year old Des did not read that issue in death of the mm-hmm. of dead versus in death of the family
2: mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. later mm-hmm.
0: I read it and I was like mm-hmm. the memory flashed back and I'm like oh
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, as someone who's encroaching forty, I don't feel bad no more. Jason Todd mm-hmm. is a horribly written fucking character. Games like Gotham Knight has not made him any better and palatable for fucking modern audiences. Fuck Jason Todd. I hope he gets fucked again. <laughs> only reason why he's fucking popular because Dick Grayson didn't taking a bullet to the fucking head for a stupid ass storyline because of Dan the fucking Dio and Jeff Johns. Fuck you both. <clears throat> I'm done.
2: Everyone, this has been Rage Corner with Des...
0: That's why I made a Barbarian for your Euphoria campaign because I know I would like to rage. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah.
1: Yo, it's gonna be so funny because normally, normally you're like, "What can I do? What can I do? What can I do?" And this time you're gonna be like, whack.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like just, just like point me at the person and I'll beat their ass for
1: you. Yep. Like, all right, let's go. I'll
0: be like Christian. I like to rage. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, to, I would like one rage, please. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be like calm, very calm. Um, I'm going to rage. <laughs> And then rolled it. Ah!
1: <laughs> That's my secret. I'm always raging. Yep, I'm always angry.
0: Like, matter of fact, to, to keep on going with this blood fuel train, for, before I keep on going, this blood boiling train, again, RIP, Kevin Conroy. Um, I don't care who you are, who voices Batman. You, I'm sorry. You can try your best, but we're all going to wish it was actually Kevin Conroy. But seriously, no, yeah. I know Benny was like, "Why, Troy? Why? What's up with Troy Baker? There's nothing wrong with him. They keep <laughs> on picking him to voice Batman
1: because he's fucking, uh, he's reliable and around.
0: True. <laughs> but I'm sorry. There's there's Roger Craig Smith who voiced Batman. There's no, you're, you're right. there, there's there's uh, a um, the name escaped... Jason O'Mara. Yeah, quite honestly, I really like Jason O'Mara. Um Who was his brother? Um it was his brother who wanted to voice Batman. Um he there we go. Cress Williams wanted to voice Batman at one time. He got the end of being Black Lightning, that's great, but it was like that'd be fucking wild. Um Winston Duke, right now, Mumbaku is voicing Bruce Wayne Batman in a radio drama that's on Spotify. Oh, that's cool. Get that brother the voice back. That's pretty cool. Anyone with but Troy Baker. But David Zavlov has came has uh, tweeted and said that the plan is to drive the hell out of DC. You'll see a growth around DC content. We haven't done a Superman movie in thirteen years. I'm like, if you wanted to bring growth to your fucking DC content, you wouldn't ever cancel Batgirl. You, you the- wanted
1: to bring growth to your DC content. You wouldn't have gotten rid of your
0: DC fucking universe. And on top of that, holy fucking shit! It's really been thirteen years since the last. Superman- <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Are they counting that as Batman v Superman or the like? Direct Superman movie, like a direct sequel to Superman. It looks like he's not counting BBS or Justice League. Okay, I
2: still think the best. And I mean, again, very biased, but like. The best, uh, I guess, introduction of Batman in Superman was the animated series. Yes. Yeah,
0: like,
2: just, I love, and I still, it's like seared into my mind just because with like that playfulness, like Kevin Conroy is able to like yeah, add to Batman sometimes. But when like Superman like peaks like uses his vision x-ray vision to like peep yeah. through the the cow and batman's like you cheated yeah <laughs> i'm just like
0: ah you, love really you. you know what's, fun, you know, what's a, the funny thing though know, it's a flow for um throwback we literally talked about um world's finest on a very very old school nerd i would have to say as old as uh, the last Superman movie 13 years ago on an episode of nerds against the world we literally talked about there should be a world's finest movie, not a fucking BVS movie. Oh my god! It was you, me, and Bobby Geekstar. Wild. How long has it been? But yeah, been, Bam. yeah. The world's finest. But on top of that scene, a couple of a couple of um, minutes later, Superman thinks he's comfortable and relaxed in his apartment, and he looks. Yep. Five blocks away. You see a little salute. Batman just like, Sup? <laughs> I know your identity. Tit for tat. It's very it's good. I love so that. So great.
2: And then, like, Bruce Wayne flexing, buying buildings. Ugh.
0: Taking Lois Lane out to dinner. Yo. Like, <laughs> you snooze, you lose, Clark. I'm like, Oh, this motherfucker being spicy!
1: Oh my god, did I send you that TikTok of the dude being like, Hey, hey, uh, like, oh my god, did I send you the TikTok about Shaggy confronting Fred? About, like, closing? Because I feel like that would absolutely be Batman to Superman.
0: Uh, you're gonna have to explain this TikTok. You're gonna have to explain this TikTok. I'm gonna have to send you that.
1: But it's it's basically a TikTok of this dude being like, like, uh, like, Like Fred, like uh, Shaggy, it's a skit of Shaggy confronting Scoob, not Scooby, uh, uh, Fred, and he walks up and he's just like, hey, yo, Fred, so like, hey, I need to talk to you for a minute, so can you close? Like, talking about Daphne. (laughs) Like, can you close? He's like, yeah, what, what, what do you mean? Like, nah, it's just finesse. And then he's just like, dude, like, do it already. Because otherwise, you're gonna... you're Like, otherwise, no. And then immediately he's just like, Daphne. Hey, Daphne! You, me, clues, upstairs. And it's just... <laughs> and then he, like, fucking steals Daphne. And then that's just the whole thing of just, like... <laughs> I feel like it would be perfectly the example... The whole reason I'm, like, harping on it is because I feel it would be perfectly the example of Batman and Superman in that exact moment. <laughs>
0: of just like you snooze you lose Clark change you, you clothes you almost make me want to get a TikTok just to see that shit
1: <laughs> uh, I'll find it so I can send it to you because that one was
0: very funny almost but with that we're going to end this very fun fill episode I hope you enjoyed it um, we now are up to 56 subscribers now on Spotify we're almost at 60 before the end of 2022 I'm actually And the Sparnival, part one and two, is doing very well on Spotify. So, those who are listening, hey, we maybe one day. Nonetheless, this shit, my setup is not being fucky wucky. Again, sorry for the sound quality.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because we probably can't do it next week.
0: I just want to die already. (laughs)
2: <laughs> don't make me I'll have to create a character for that other one shot. <laughs> I keep forgetting. Oh, you got time.
0: You got time. But I would just say this, people. Are, I don't think I announced it. I'll be doing a battle royale with the great deliberation of these fine folks. The system I had for a battle royale was horrible. It
1: wasn't <laughs> horrible. You just got to, you know. It was
0: horrible. But like I said, these fine folks here. We are, like we said, a collective. I don't uh, know. Cool. I, I don't know. I, I'm off my game. I can't close. See, I can't close. I'm at a
2: closer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Thank you for listening to our rants, our rages, and, the existential and crisis. our heartbreak uh, over this, this episode. So uh, take care. Be safe and uh just enjoy what you can.
0: What kind of forever?
2: Cause this world fucker sucks. <laughs>